0: You're very welcome to the DSS vlog. We've slightly different episodes uh, this week. So usually I sit and have a chat about different concepts around sports science and coaching and everything. This week, then we have an interview with Mark. So Mark, you may have um, read some of the blogs that Mark has put up over the last number of months around triathlons um, and podcast episode then recently with ross bennett around training for the triathlon so mark you're very welcome on on onto the dss vlog thanks gian great to be here again you know it's always a real pleasure it's
1: nice to meet up of course even (laughs) if it's only on video it's still nice to chat you are still my kid brother, so you know it's nice to have contact.
0: That's yeah. true. That's true. We'll um mm. we we'll put we we'll put this, the audio out uh, of, as a pod, bonus podcast as well, so if people can listen to this in the in the car or in work or whatever. So what we're here to talk about today, so. I'm sure a lot of people read your blog over on dailysportscience.com about preparing for the hard man triathlon and you spoke about your training and nutritional intake and stuff like that so that event now was a couple of weeks ago um, and we're just going to kind of do a little bit of a review and see how you got on and everything. <laughs> You correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. but I'm going to uh, correct you now, Firstly, you're on.
1: Because <laughs> I'm used to that. Um, because uh, the, the, the blog and the video stuff that we'd done before was about the uh, triathlon that I was to do in Ross Lair, which yeah. was an Olympic distance in July. And I was all gung-ho for 1.5k for, um, swim, uh, 40k bike, 10k uh, run, all on the flat, like in the sea, and then on the flat bike, flat run. And I would, that would have been brilliant, but unfortunately COVID kicked in. So that was canceled until September. So then I, I was aware that the, the Hardman Triathlon, which is a long distance triathlon, the 3.8k swim, 180k bike and full marathon 42.2k run. I was aware that that was going to take place at the end of August. So I was on a waiting list and I got the call about 10 weeks ago or so to say you're in. So that meant a change in my training, a change in my attitude, and uh, I had to become nearly semi professional, Mm -hmm. if there's such a thing. Um, So sorry not to correct you, but that's so yeah, there was a big change. Like, so life, my summer would have been easier if I'd followed through on what was due to happen.
0: So. yeah well that well that correction obviously is very important uh, i just like i mean you were telling me in the in the run-up to <laughs> yeah. the event about it and the details and everything but it was it was really only on the day when uh, my sister-in-law Dorothy, your wife and my brother john who was kind of updating the whatsapp groups about your your progress and everything it only hit me on that day just how long how extreme how difficult the event was do you want to just briefly you, you quickly just mentioned about the distances and all do you want to just mention about like more or less the time what time you start in the morning what time you finish at night like it's hard oh, to God. fathom even when, is, when, when, right? when you haven't done it
1: yeah uh, like the, the deal is that it starts at 6 30 in the morning so you're supposed to swim from 6 30 but of course you have to be there on site before that so you're there roughly an hour before it so you have a really early start So you're probably arriving on site at 5.30. And if that's the case, then you're also talking about planning your nutrition, which is a huge part. Because you're going to be active pretty much for a full day, you need to plan your nutrition. So for me, I was eating a big bowl of porridge with fruit and some seeds sometime around 5 o'clock in preparation for the 6.30 swim. Now, thankfully, the swim didn't start exactly. um, It started roughly around quarter to to 7, so 6.45. But I had a belly full of porridge and, you know, obviously we all know the benefits of porridge early in the morning, slow release. The plan was that that would get me through the swim. And uh, so it's a very early start and an awful lot of logistics and planning and getting equipment. The week beforehand, I was kind of, I was a bit all over the place because I had too much time. I had, I was at home and I had too much time getting all my equipment. There's all this, um, the logistics about what gear what type of gear you want based on different types of weather planning your food and your food stops throughout the bike and uh, planning for your the food that you want for the run itself and the gear that you're going to wear so you know they always talk about transition being a fourth discipline and really all of that stuff the logistics and transition, they are all a fourth discipline so you have to be a swimmer a cyclist a runner and somebody who's able to plan if you're not very good at planning you'll 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 fall at the first hurdle so, yeah.
0: so, so, we started do-
1: early, it was, it was an early start here on and a uh, beautiful location. As you know, you've been over visiting many times. County Kerry is second nicest county in Ireland, after <laughs> County Wexford, of course. <laughs> uh, but the, the, the location was absolutely stunning. You're swimming in the lakes of Killarney. You're doing two loops of a 1.9K. There's a series of boys that are out in the lake. So you're going out of your, out of your depth in the lake. And you basically have to swim out uh, to the first boy and keep the boys on your left. And you swim around, come back into the start area and then go again. And at that stage, you're, you're starting in near dark, you know, so you're swimming out in near dark. Of course, when you're swimming in a lake, it's, it's fresh water. It's quite different than sea. Most triathlons take place in the sea. And the buoyancy from the, the salt water is fantastic for, for, for open water swimming, because you don't really have to use your legs. You're really talking about your upper body and your movement. So your technique is really important. You don't have to kick. But in the, in the fresh water, you have to kick a little bit more. Uh, there's bonuses as well to, to fresh water in that when you swallow water, it's not horrible and salty. You can actually, if you're really thirsty, you can stop and take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be advised, but uh, that sounds lovely. Beautiful the location there on it's really, really stunning. You know, you've been over there to learn, yeah. lots. I, and I, uh, I, the views, every time you look, like if you're if you're breathing to one side, you're only taking in the views from from one side. If you're breathing bilaterally, which means you breathe to both sides, your views are doubled. You know, But by the end of the, the, the swim, it's a very long swim, it's a very long time to be in the water, I'm not a very good swimmer, my technique is, is very unorthodox, um, it's effective, I, I can get through, but I would be one of the slower swimmers in, in any triathlon,
0: Yeah,
1: but I get I, through.
0: I was, I was just reading the, your, your blog post um, earlier there today and you, you had a little episode in the preceding oh. weeks. In oh, the God. to the swim, which kind of yeah. nearly meant that you, you weren't going to arrive at the starting line at all. Exactly. It's really frightening. It's it's. I think I probably had too much
1: time on my hands. Like I said, we were at home um, for about the 10 days before. I had planned, as you know, we planned on, on going further camping in, in Wexford and, and spending time in Feathered and stuff. We ended up coming back home for different reasons. And uh, I had a bit too much time on my hands. And I think the fact that I'd done this event four years ago I kind of knew more about it. Like four years ago I went in, I was very naive. I didn't fully understand what was involved. This time I went in and I knew everything that was involved and I knew all the pitfalls. And I had a few minor episodes in the water during the summer where I kind of panicked one time in Featherdite in County Wexford, my goggles leaked. And it's funny like that these small little things can set you off. And it's just interesting, I remember in the Olympics, there was a swimmer who was aiming to break a world record in one of the swimming events in the Olympics. 10 minutes before he was due to start, the seam in one of his, his uh, swimming togs went, and that set him off. It, it, it triggered a little chain of negative negativity. Yeah. He ended up changing his togs. That's fine, he got in the water. He didn't break the world record, he won gold. But it's funny that these small little things can trigger something. Yeah. For me that time, the leak in the goggles when salty water goes in your eyes messes you up when I went to the lake six days before this triathlon I was going out in the water and it just was a bit of a shock that the the, the fresh water it was colder that day than I'd been used to in the open water in the sea and it just it it just triggered something and I was able to swim a little bit and then I stopped and a couple of guys from the club that were with me they just said take your time Mm. slow down don't try and be a hero. Don't try and keep up with the people that are really good. They're a different level. So they said, uh, we'll stay with you for a while. And I, in my head, I said, I have to do this because otherwise I won't be turning up on August the 28th and I won't be able to tell everybody I succeeded and I did it and I wouldn't be doing another podcast and write another blog. Yeah. And I didn't want that to happen. So I decided to swim over and back close to the shore. That was their advice, just swim over and back close to the shore. Build my confidence. and that was brilliant I ended up swimming 1.5k I was delighted I I got out of the water but still it was a little little piece in my head saying you can't do this yeah so I went to the sea the next day didn't wear a wetsuit and I swam out of my depth out past some boys uh, in a place called Sandy Bay in West Kerry. I was brilliant the next day I went back to the lake in my wetsuit with the group and we swam out of our depths way way out and it was fine and I knew then at that stage I'm going to be fine on the on the start line yeah, you know, yeah.
0: amazing, amazing so, that, yeah. Little, yeah, amazing that little episode like that, just a tiny yeah. little seed of doubt, especially when you're get, preparing for an event and such a big event can have, yeah, have such a major impact on you. Then,
1: and I, yeah. I think when you, you know, you, you read what I wrote, Kieran, and mm. you know, there's a lot of talk about the physical training and physical, 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 but there's yeah. so much of this is what's going on in your head, yeah. what's going on in your mind, and do you have the strength? Your body will keep going, but your mind will tell you your body is not able to con- continue. So, yeah. you know, I was talking to somebody recently about Kiptonui. Uh, Kip Tanui. is the, mar- the guy who won the marathon in the Olympics. Yeah. Like the, the, the way that they use their mind and mental strength is phenomenal. And, you know, it's, I'm not equating myself with him. I'm just saying if you can train your mind, you can achieve so much more yeah. than you think your body will allow you to, to achieve.
0: Yeah, definitely, especially a, a, an event like this, but all sports and all events when you think about it. So, absolutely, so, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: so, in your in your blog, then you said that once you'd finished your swim, you thought, Brilliant, uh, that's the hard bit done. Now we're on to yeah. the easy bits because I, 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 I love running easy. and cycling.
1: Oh, I love, I you know, I love cycling and I, yeah. I go camping every year across the continent and I bring my bike and I've cycle across the Alps in so many countries and I absolutely love it and I think yeah I, I, cycling is for me yeah. it'll be simple it's yeah. only 180 kilometers around the of yeah. Kerry it consists of three major climbs lots of hills up and down bad road yeah. uh, at one stage was mountainy sheep coming out when I'm going, going up Moll's Gap mm-hmm. uh, a lot of bad drivers who don't take care of cyclists on the road yeah. um, the weather then the weather kicked in uh, like it was reasonably hazy and then became very hot about halfway through yeah. It got very hot, you know, but the real challenge on the bike is you've just done a cycle or sorry, you've just on your swim, you're tired. So what do you need if you're tired? You need your food. You need mm. to boost yourself. So the planning for the cycling is a huge thing. And I, I, as you know, I had I said I preloaded food in my cycling jersey. Yeah. And I had four different lunchboxes spread throughout the course so, so that I could get my food because you want to get your food in on the bike so, so that you're not eating bigger foods when you're running.
0: Yeah, so I, I it, found that interesting that the food, the nutritional intake was your slow release, as in brown yeah. bread, good old-fashioned brown yeah. bread, and then also the very fast release as regards the, the, the carbohydrate gels and, and everything like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and you had the support of your local uh, triathlon club as well. My triathlon club
1: are phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And I, wouldn't have, I don't think I would have completed the event if the support of the club wasn't there. Yeah. They're an amazing club, they've been there, I've been with them since the very start in 2009. And there's people volunteered and gave their time from the very start in the morning, in the water, as support in the water, all the way through, like handing out lunchboxes to, to people like me, to my club. And I'm sure they give it out to other people on the bike. So they manned those stations and waited for me yeah. and the other club members to, to they with everything labeled and they handed it out and they're always there. Do you need anything? What do you need? They had a stock supply of stuff in the back of their cars. Yeah. So I have my sandwiches, uh, brown bread, uh, pastrami. <laughs> did, you make,
0: did did you make them yourself?
1: No. I made them all myself here the <laughs>
0: night uh, before I sat down. I, I
1: I I made them all: brown bread, uh, uh, pastrami, uh, spinach, peri peri sauce. And I had my 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 gels and my my uh, energy bars. And I had bananas and had nuts and all the water and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it's just a question of of making sure that you eat because if you don't, you mm. like the word they yeah. use is the bonk. You face the bonk and then you're gone, yeah. and that means you don't finish. And yeah. I was terrified of that. That's something that goes through every athlete, whatever distance they're doing. I I actually won't be able to finish. Yeah,
0: yeah. So
1: I had it in my head have to keep regularly scuffing myself. So it's quite difficult when you're cycling on the windy roads in mm. in in rural Kerry. You know, with sheep about to jump out onto yeah. the road, and cars passing by. In w- on one hand, you're trying to keep your hand on the handlebar, and the other, you're trying to manage a sandwich, take it out of a bag from behind you, or you're, you know, and, and then eat it. And at the same time, make sure you don't get too dry in your mouth, so you're, 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 you're keeping your your hydration going as well. You have to. You, you're burning thousands of calories. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, I, I I I I don't know. Was it eight, ten, or twelve thousand calories? You're talking about a massive amount of calories. I, my watch faded actually, so I never got the, the true figure. But yeah. you're managing that all throughout the day.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it, and that's the thing about the event is that, like you said, you started close to half six and then it yeah. goes on to nighttime where I remember, yeah. you know, getting updates throughout the day. And it's like, wow, it, those, those, uh, those participants are still going. It's incredible. Still going. It's, you know, yeah. these long endurance now, events.
1: Yeah. Now, you know, there, there, there are people, there's no professionals uh, turned up the other day, but there's people yeah. who take it very professionally yeah. and yeah. would train accordingly, would be phenomenally talented, and you only have to look at them. They look like athletes. Yeah. There, there isn't much flesh on them. and They're the kind of people <laughs> who get cold in the winter. Uh, at least I don't get cold in the winter time. It's not that I'm yeah. overweight, but I look like a normal person who's active yeah. as opposed to somebody who's really taken it very seriously. Um, those people finished a long time before me. Yeah, they still yeah. have to manage their nutrition mm. because like uh, sadly uh, there was quite a few people didn't finish that mm. day and it was a mixture of I'm sure some people had crashes on the bike I know people had punctures or too many punctures or they have um, the aero wheels on their bike and if they smash you you don't get a replacement you know you have to think about things like that and some people the heat just got them I was talking to one guy on the run and he said he had so many laps to go he was one lap ahead of me yeah. and we were talking away like trying to talk <laughs> as much as you can when you're going through that kind of uh, an event and at one stage he was a little bit ahead of me and he sat down or he he looked kind of as if he was bent over to get sick and next thing he sat down and i said are you okay and he said no i I'm, I'm done that was it he was finished That yeah. was that was the end of this it's race and it's Incredible. it would be hugely frustrating you yeah. know yeah
0: so absolutely.
1: like on the run. day yourself you 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 don't try and be a hero i'm not going to be somebody who keeps up with anybody who's super talented it, yeah. there was no point in trying to do that i wanted to finish yeah. and finishing means being very consistent and being clever and being smart yeah. on the train smart but also race smart
0: yeah and in, in on on the run then so i mean it's it's when you finish the the swim, you finish the the ring of Kerry cycle, and then you look into a marathon. And oh. there there were times, you know, there were times that you thought you weren't going to finish, and then you thought you weren't yeah. going to finish within the allocated official yeah. time.
1: I firstly like yeah, Kieran. If, if, if on the bike, like uh, towards the start, you're going up Mull's Gap. Mull's Gap is a it's a difficult cycle. It's a whole series up and down and up and down and up and down. But you're rising in height as yeah. you as, as as to the top of Mull's Gap then you fly down um, into Kenmare and that's the, that was the nicest part because you really fly down but there's so many times when you're on a long cycle after a swim and knowing that you've a long run you're saying to yourself I'm sore like your hands get sore from holding the handlebars for so long your quads get very sore yeah. your lower back can get sore your upper back can get very sore um, you know you can get friction everywhere. burns, and think there's so many little mini injuries like that are there. and if you allow them to become bigger in your head, they will they will say to you or they will allow you to think, "I'll take out my phone and I'll make the call and I'll be yeah. collected, and that'll be fine. and I don't have to continue. Yeah. Why am I doing this? You ask yourself, you go, you know you 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 stare into the abyss at times and you say, "Why did I pay to do this? Why am <laughs> I paying money? Bring myself to the very edge, You know, obviously yeah. there's satisfaction afterwards so I did there was many times during the bike and I just thought I and I I don't know I'll keep going Mm. and I was talking up my times and thinking my speed average I'll I'll, you know finish at a certain time and I'll be perfectly set up for the run and actually I was really looking forward to the run because I'd done a huge amount of running training this year and I'd done a huge amount on the Dingle Way which involves as you know an awful lot of hills so Mm. I'd built up a huge amount of strength I'd done all the SC classes like uh, I delivered SNC classes as yeah. part of uh, Daily Sports Science. just Thanks, to my sponsor, Daily <laughs> Sports Science. Uh, but I've also taken part in a huge amount of uh, strength and conditioning classes as part of. I'm a, uh, an online member of Nice Fitness Club in Tralee. Yeah, uh, you know Joe O'Connor is involved in that. So I would yeah. have I would have built up a huge amount of strength. I, I, as far as I was aware, I was going to take a huge amount of time off my the time I did four years ago. Mm. The weather just annihilated any thoughts of, of, of doing that.
0: Yeah, hmm.
1: the heat. The heat was debilitating to say the least. And when I got off the bike and I looked around and I saw some of the, the real athletes, real super duper athletes, and they were walking on the flat through the shade, I thought there's something wrong here, mm. you know? Mm. Um, I started to run John our brother um, the, the third fastest of the dealies <laughs> uh, jumped in and and, and kind of led me along a little bit talked to me and said you know you just have to find your rhythm and I yeah. and I said to him John I don't know how I'm going to do this because yeah. all I could think of 10 laps I've done it before and there was 3 longer laps and when there's 3 longer laps I was going to be going uphill 3 times but the rest of the time it was going to be on the flat and I can keep my rhythm you know, as you know, yeah. when you're on the flat, you can keep a rhythm. You just go and it's it's much easier. Unfortunately, the course was changed to do 10 laps, yeah. which involved it's going just... up this big, long hill 10 times in the baking heat. And nobody ran up that except probably the three people who were on the podium.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and that just that uh, with that, I, I I walked up with John on the first lap and after that I knew I wouldn't be running up that hill again, I couldn't, I just didn't have the strength, the mental strength to do it aside from the physical strength. Yeah. Um, and it was just a case of, it was just attrition,
0: yeah.
1: really, one lap and you think oh that's 10% and I always think in percent terms. I got through, John left me then at the end of that, at the end of that first lap he went off to, to watch the end of the Kerry Tyrone match and had a few pints. <laughs> Nice. Uh, and then he came back to run later on, which is a funny <laughs> one. It was a lovely smell of Guinness in front of me oh, when lovely. he was running me on lap eight. And then, It was phenomenal. Um, and but then to start lap two, you're thinking, I'm just about to start the second lap, and I have they're taking so long, and yeah. it's so
0: hot, and it's the conditions are really cruel, you know. Yeah. And what what time and, were what what time uh, was what time were you come was this coming into now?
1: uh nine and a half Uh, the run the the swim took less than two hours then the transition then the the bike took seven and a half hours oh sometime in the afternoon but at that stage like you're talking about baking heat um a very dry heat so there's a question at the start of every lap like the the organizers had organized water and some foods and stuff but my own club had organized their own yeah. stand really they catered for every different type of food that people said they wanted yeah and it was a question of grabbing water pouring it over your head to try and cool down and I saw lots of people what they did was they actually put sponges yeah at the back of their neck and that was trapped inside in whatever they were wearing a brilliant yeah. idea yeah. because the benefits of the coldness, is brilliant but the only problem then you're saturated yourself saturated, and yeah I, to my cost, later on, I realised that I ended up with terrible friction burns between my legs because my, my shorts ended up really wet. And yeah. for a few days after the event, I wasn't able to walk right. I was more like John Wayne <laughs> Cowboy. than anybody else. But <laughs> nice. uh, No, just, just to go back to the run, it was just a question of do a lap. Get your nutrition, whether it's a gel. I use gels. Every second lap, I use a gel because you can't yeah. take too much. Of them. Your stomach can yeah. get upset. Yeah. and that's not good um, and then continue on more and more and more and I, then I, I had this mathematical thing in my head that once I started lap three I had a third done right. now don't ask me how I, I work with a colleague who she has some bizarre <laughs> way of counting down Christmas holidays so uh, it, it wasn't of course the case start of lap three if a third done so yeah, yeah. First, just lap 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 and talk to people other yeah. people were on the course and they were ahead of me and that was fine. Some people were roughly the same as me. And you're just sharing how far are you gone, you know, and look, we'll get through this. The support on the day was phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal from my club mates, my family, my wife, Dorothy, and daughter, June and John. And then general people in Killarney National Park were there yeah. shouting us on. I, th- yeah. I think they really applauded the fact that people, 175 or whatever, how many people, Aegis, were doing this event and paid to do it and they were enjoying themselves, sitting down drinking Prosecco on the on the Watch grass, but hearing us on, and, and people offered us water and jelly babies and things like, just give a little yeah. implosion of energy. Yeah. Um, it was amazing, but yeah. it started, I, I, I once I hit halfway through, I suppose in my head I was afraid of not making the cutoff and Alan, the organizer, yeah. you know, had it on his website and stuff. 15 hours, you know, that's the cutoff point. And yeah uh it's quite strict um on a day like that it's if it, there are going to be people outside of it, and i did finish outside of it, but not by much but it was in my head as to whether i'd be allowed to be a finisher or not and you yeah. know you want the thoughts of being a finisher yeah i could have finished myself in the dark but it wouldn't have been the same you know yeah
0: of course so it was no, just a
1: question to. jesus kieran it was just a question of get through get through you know i ended up with with uh, uh i got cramp in my left calf i never had a cramp in my life I didn't know what it was, the pain. And I was given salt tablets. And then when somebody from the club had this gun massager, she said, look, I'll do this. And it was against my calves. Brilliant, made a huge difference.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I ended up with a bruising under my right foot, uh, blisters, quads were really sore, Uh, back was sore chafing and all that kind of stuff yeah but if you just want to get through you just want to get through and you just yeah, say i'm going to get through and i'm going to get through and you draw on your reserves and you have different motivations i probably mentioned like where do you get your motivation to finish how do, how do you you generate physically i could continue I, I i knew that in my head but mentally i had to force myself to accept that i would finish and i would do anything possible to finish yeah you yeah know? i don't uh, like the idea of walking that that kind of stuck in my throat a little bit i didn't yeah. i wasn't really comfortable with it but I had to do it yeah. on the day you know yeah. if I hadn't been a strong facing into it I probably would have found it really difficult but I, I did prepare quite well all yeah. winter I mean, this is something you do I, I don't know I've been training for 12 months yeah. you know at not a consistent too. level not specifically on a plan the six months before it or even three months before it but you know I keep a good level of fitness and yeah. just I've done loads of events in my life over, the, you know, these kind of events, and I've never bailed on any of them. And that, that's the kind of thing that gets you through. And yeah. then we all have different motivations to kind of continue in different, yeah. different tactics.
0: Tell, tell us then briefly just about the, the, the end of the race, like coming to the last lap and the finishing. Okay. And what time last, <laughs> time was it okay. as well? <laughs> third, you know, third, third last lap, John joined me.
1: Smell of Guinness as he ran ahead of me. Um, but it was brilliant, It's great to have company, it was getting Derek had a head torch, because you're supposed to have a head torch, and yeah. uh, you have a proper head torch, it's, it's uh, just lights up where you're running, I knew the course obviously intimately at that stage, but on to yeah. the second last lap, uh, I, I had heard that I was outside the time limit, so I kind of sped up if it's possible, I'm yeah. um, not sure if it's really possible, but I like to think that I did, then for the last lap, uh, i'd heard that uh, i would be okay because there was a f- few people and alan was going to keep it open um okay. yeah so i ran i like to think that i ran faster i had dorothy and shune and I had john again for that last lap and it was lovely to have the company even though i wasn't really great company myself um, and yeah, yeah. was very cranky at that stage <laughs> and uh, continued on it was dark pitch dark at that stage and um from a distance away then i could see the organizers they could see my torch so they knew this guy's coming in they knew my name uh so i i you know uh, i like to think that i'm as one stage was as fast as you're saying both <laughs> so I, I i i used my bolt like speed to and actually I, I was quite fresh uh, if truth be told I, because i've been consistent all the way along yeah. and i felt strong really i s- Finished quite fast over the line, and it was brilliant. There was a huge crowd there, and a lot of my clubmates were there, and some other people there as well. Did an MC to announce who I was, and blah blah blah. The organizer then takes off your your microchip that's on your your ankle, mm. and he put the medal over my over my uh, neck, and uh, it was brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. You know, you 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 know, it's not a case of you finish and all of a sudden this m- massive emotion. For some people, it is. Mm. For me, I just thought. I've done it i'm really satisfied and inner satisfaction you know very yeah. very uh, very strong yeah and i just straight away thanked all the people that were there because they had been the supports that helped me
0: yeah.
1: and uh yeah you get you, you, you it's it's a bizarre thing This is a wave of emotions like you know some people do break down somebody finished after me and she broke down straight away she yeah. just it was yeah. just overwhelming I suppose I'd done it before and I kind of like to think that I managed myself very well on the day, so it didn't uh, hit like that on me. Um, yeah. I just was under a cold can-, can of lager and I really enjoyed that.
0: Best, yeah, And that was your, yeah. that, that, the finishing was your crow Park moment.
1: <laughs> that was my pro part moment and I suppose it was like the bottle of champagne that somebody gets at the end of winning the Tour de France or, or yeah, a stage yeah, yeah. France or, or, you know, Formula One, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, phenomenal, but you get very cold very quickly, yeah. um, you know, and then I realised I'm actually quite sore in a lot of places. I'd say you know, it's, it's, it's like your, yeah. your, your adrenaline, your speed, your focus kind of covers up all those little mini injuries. They become more amplified then just as you finish in the immediate short term. So I got very cold and we figured out, look, let's get back to the camper and uh, get warm and get food. And um, it was great. And so we, 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 you know, John joined myself and Dorothy and Shun and it was brilliant. We had our food, it was Mm. pre prepared, and we had a few drinks and stayed up for a few hours and just chatted, you know, and and it was lovely to kind of just chat through different things about the day. Um, and then you deviate onto something else because it can't be just about yeah, the activity you've done. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we got up early the next morning and felt fresh, actually. Uh, mm. Muscle soreness and a few bits and pieces, but physically, you know, overall felt, felt fresh. Okay. and Yeah, it was, it was brilliant, and at that stage, you know the satisfaction is still there and you're kind of riding the wave of positivity and you you, you know i mean uh, as i crossed the line i said i'm i'm done i'm never doing any long distance again." And the next day i was thinking yeah i'm never doing any long distance traveling again what's day next? two still a little bit sore day three my body was perfect yeah. absolutely perfect yeah. and uh, i was thinking next year <laughs> you'll do it next God, year God, 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 watch this space now I might be divorced and whatever <laughs> that's so, it but you still do yeah, the hard man <laughs> I could still do the hard man on because I want that I want to do that I don't want to break the time and blah 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 <laughs> but it's funny this? you know you, it's always the same I, I, I'd i say ask anybody who, who ran that day that probably or took part that day probably said not doing it again nothing to yeah. prove if you've done it once or some people there probably did it twice i've done it twice I'm, I'm sure there's people there have done it five six seven eight times nothing to prove like what yeah. what do you need to prove like why do you what's your motivation to do this again and yeah. Uh, yeah. so I, I don't know i i mean you you come away at some stage within a few days euphoria kind of is there and you're thinking Jesus, I could do it next year and I'm going to change my life. I'm going to train really yeah. seriously my nutrition. I'm going to get an expert analysis on my swim stroke. I'm going to join a cycling club. I'm going to join a running club. And I'm going to do all these multiple sessions. I'm going to hire a personal coach. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to break this fabled 10-hour record or whatever it is. You know, yeah. um, Most of us are just real people with real lives. And we're mm-hmm. trying to be fit. And we Enjoy do a good us. luck challenge. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I suppose I'm 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 not getting any younger. This, I'm lucky, touch wood, that at my age I don't have any bad injuries. Yeah. I've nothing. I'm not carrying anything. Yeah. But I do know, and I, I hand on heart, I can say this that anybody taking part in these activities, you're only in a, an injury away from finishing. Yeah. You know, not yeah. being able to continue an event, or not being able to train, or not being able to take part in anything again. You know, I've had surgery on my knee. ACL repair and I do know a little twinge and all of a sudden that could be the end of it that you know end, so yeah. Yeah. I just I will continue doing my own thing not sure what I'll do yet um, yeah. I, I have it in my head that I'd like to want to join a cycling club because I want to become a better cyclist you yeah. know
0: yeah um, and see look, how that goes
1: yeah see how that goes yeah. but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a part of my life as you know I mean we, we we train together we we do a bit of running together whenever we meet I usually leave you in the in the, the, the shade behind me and that's that's you know that's humiliating for you you're near you know a decade and a half younger than me I um, uh. I I'll, 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 I'll keep working hard keep working hard if you want to plan Kieran I'll I'll do out a plan for you you know Perfect. you just have to work harder you know when if you don't have enough natural talent you just have to work hard exactly but, well then... The, sorry
0: no the the, so the the podcasts and the blogs have they've been great and and i think have been really interesting for for the members and non-members because a little bit different than the the gaelic football and the hurling and the soccer and the snc stuff so i hope that they've been educational for people and you know in some ways they probably show as well that anybody just with the right type of training you know decent nutrition and um Dedication and motivation can can participate in these events and, and don't have to be, as you say, you know, professional athlete who can put their no. whole life on hold. For no, it. you don't have to be. You
1: can train as as smart as you want. Um, you know, you need a, obviously a certain uh, to start with. You need a certain amount of, of fitness, and you probably do need to be able to swim to take part in yeah. triathlons. And obviously, the further the distance you go. you you do Mm -hmm. need to be uh, comfortable in open water and stuff but no I don't think it's beyond anybody I I have been a member of my club here for like I say since 2009 there's probably been a thousand members during that time Mm -hmm. so I know a thousand people who've taken part in triathlons just here it's not beyond anybody and longer distances yeah I mean people have it in their head they want to do these longer distances because they're they're famed distances and like what we call Ironman events and now that's a company so you have to be careful using the brand name you know but it, it, those longer events um they're not beyond people mm. it is possible you know you can give a certain amount of your life to it you don't have to change your life completely or become like a professional athlete you can, yeah. you can be active nutrition like you say follow a kind of a plan follow nutrition Build up your mental strength, and you you'll you'll complete it. Yeah, I hope people enjoy it. I'd yeah. like to think that uh, people will learn something from it. Um, yeah. Obviously, people involved in DSS all have a background in sports, so I would imagine that uh, you 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 could get a lot of people have the potential to do uh, to take part, and a fair
0: amount of them have the potential to do really well. Do well enough in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks very much. Um, we'll we'll wait with bated breath about the next event and, and maybe the cycling we'll, we'll do a little bit of um promotion around that as well when it when it comes uh, for anybody who wants it then you can head on to science.com and members there get free training programs for triathlons for running for cycling and everything like that um the, uh, ross bennett designed with the help of mark with the events in mind um and head over onto the, the youtube channel and and register or subscribe there, and you you'll get access to all the videos. So, Mark, thanks very much, and um, looking forward to speaking the next time.
1: No problem, Kieran. <laughs> not sure whether it'll be after an event or not. But uh, no, it's it's great. It's nice to share information and share a certain amount of expertise and, and yeah. knowledge. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks very much. Thanks,
1: Kira. Thank okay.